Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We got a bunch of prayer requests we're going to get to later. But first, I just want to talk to you very briefly about not making a panic move. And this is really an important lesson. Now, last night I spoke with you about what it's like when you're in a wilderness situation and the necessity of really feasting on the Word of God when you're in that situation, okay? Just like the body needs bread to live, so the soul needs food also, okay? And the soul's food is the Word of God. So when you're in a wilderness, and I explained this last night, how Jesus was in a wilderness, the Jews are in a wilderness. When you're in a wilderness, it's important to keep your spirit sufficiently full of, of spiritual nutrition, okay? While you're in the wilderness, it's also important you don't make a panic move because what winds up happening is you begin to think, I'm never going to get out of here and I just better take the best option that's available to me. And the example I like to give people is how really before I met Kristen, I had a lot of opportunities to make a panic move and I'm glad I didn't. And what winds up happening is you get to this point where you feel like, geez, in my life, for example, I I was before I, I met Kristen just as I turned 40. So It had been about seven years since I had been in a serious relationship, and it wasn't even that great of a relationship. It wasn't a good relationship in the first place. Let's just call it like it is. But what happens is you get older and older, and you start to think, well, gee, I'm never going to meet anybody. And and you kind of look at what's out there, and you say to yourself, well, you know, it's hard to find anybody who's even a Christian for one thing or goes to church. And the enemy wants to take advantage of that. Okay, the enemy wants to start presenting you different options because he knows that you're starting to feel desperate. Okay, and when that happens, it's really important to steal yourself and to say, no, I'm going to trust in God. Because you can make a lot of decisions that aren't necessarily sinful that will nevertheless get you off course. Okay, that will nevertheless result in things that make it very difficult for you to get back to where you should be. The example that's in the Bible is the one with Abraham and his wife Sarah, who were very, very old, okay, and had no children. And the angel of God came to them and said, guess what, good news, your wife's going to have a child. And and Sarah was, I think, beyond 80 at that point, wasn't she? Oh, yeah, way beyond that. So, like, so it it was not likely that in the natural that was going to happen. And what winds up happening is after a while, they still haven't had a child, okay? And instead of continuing to wait on the promise of God, Sarah says to Abraham, look, why don't you sleep with my servant and have a child through her? And Abraham thinks, well, what could possibly go wrong with this idea? And of course, he does that. And Sarah is instantly angry. And Abraham is like, well, you told me I could. By the way, there's a lesson there. When you have like a bad idea like that and you're a guy and your woman says something like, yeah, go ahead. She's not giving you permission. That's a dare. Okay. So you definitely don't want to do that. But in any event, he has a child with Sarah's servant, basically, named Ishmael. 
And he figures, well, look, I'm fulfilling the promise that God made made for me, that, that I was going to have a child, and, and here it is. And that th- sort of thing actually happened back then. That wasn't like a weird thing, okay? But the point, the point is, it wasn't God's thing. That wasn't a miracle. Anybody could, you know, have a, a child with somebody who was of childbearing age. The point was, for the miracle to occur, it had to occur with Sarah, who was well advanced in age, okay? And if you know the story, of course, Abraham winds up having a child with Sarah, okay? The child he had with the servant was named Ishmael, and basically Ishmael has to go off with his mother somewhere, and Ishmael and his descendants wind up kind of being the tormentors of Isaac, Abraham's son with Sarah, and his descendants. I mean, and there are some who would even say that is sort of the genesis of the the Middle Eastern unrest today. Um, And I'm not going to get too far into that. But the point is, just because something seems like a good idea at the time doesn't mean it is. You don't want to birth an Ishmael. And I certainly found that I was in this situation before I met Kristen, saying to myself, well, gee, you know, maybe I should, you know, lower my standards here. Or maybe I should try that. Maybe God needs some assistance. I know people who, you know, they're believing God for money. And they think God has kind of put it on their heart and they start playing the lottery because they say, well, God needs another avenue by which to bless me. It's like, no, that's that's not the point. The point is you you wait on the Lord, Okay. And if you don't, then you can miss your blessing, okay? If you remember the story of the Israelites when they were in the wilderness and they were coming up to the promised land, they sent out some scouts to see, you know, how they were going to conquer it. And the scouts came back and of the scouts, most of them said, look, we can't do this. These guys are too big for us. And a couple of the scouts said, no, we can do this. God's on our side. And, And the consensus became that they wouldn't do it. They panicked. Okay, and because they panicked, they never entered into the promised land. So don't think for a minute you can't mess your life up and, and miss your destiny. Okay, now here's what I'm going to tell you though. If you have, if you feel like you've made a wrong turn in life, the good news for you is that didn't take God by surprise. That's right. And God is still able to do miracles and, and get you on a course that He has for you. But I'm not going to lie to you and say, that your decisions don't have consequences. I mean, I could show you people who waited their whole lives to find salvation, and by the time they're that old, they've wasted the time they could have been accomplishing other things. God will forgive you when you mess up, but I'm not going to tell you that God will remove all of the consequences to your wrong actions. I mean, you know, you get divorced from your wife, for example, she goes off and marries somebody else, and, you know, they have kids together. Well, I don't think God is really going to undo that. Don't expect that new guy to get into a car accident and die so that you can move back in with your wife. That's not how it works. Actions sometimes have consequences that you can't undo. But no matter how messed up your situation is, God can still chart a course for you, okay? So the point is this. It's better not to have to do that in the first place, okay? I would have, uh, you know, if I had made some panic moves and uh, gone out with people I probably shouldn't have gone out with, well, I definitely shouldn't have, who I wouldn't have been happy with in the first place, okay, well, then I would have missed out on this one here, and I would be kicking myself. I would be just every day, I'd be smacking myself in the head because Kristen, even though you guys don't know her as well as I do just yet, she is a hundred times more beautiful on the inside than she is on the outside, and she is impossibly beautiful on the outside, as you can see. Okay, so the point of of my message today is when you're in the wilderness, just don't make a panic move. That's a time you just have to gather yourself and say, God, I trust you. And it's it's really that simple. All right, that's my message for tonight. That is awesome. Well, thank you for that compliment. And 
we both had those experiences and I could have done the same thing with panic moves and I'm so glad that as I told you, God gave me his best. And I just gotta say one other thing is about this young lady that you don't see. You know, you guys who watch these these episodes, you see me do my message every night and then I pray for the individual people and in between them, you know, Kristen prays also. I don't under I don't know if you guys understand how much she puts in ahead of time to uh, make these episodes work. That Kristen's the one that goes through our Facebook page and digs up all of the different prayer requests off of all of the different posts and organizes them and everything like that. So that when we do the show, we can just do it seamlessly. But what you're not seeing is how much time and effort she puts in ahead of time to make this work. So thank you so much. You certainly put in your time and effort too. You're awesome. Oh, thank you. (laughs) He's awesome. He's 10,000 times more awesome than he seems. And he seems pretty awesome. (laughs) <laughs> Just keep your voice up because we're in a different microphone today. I know. See, when I talk about you, I lower my voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, why don't you just help lead us in prayer absolutely. here, and then we'll get into the specific request. Yes, absolutely. Lord, thank you, first of all. Thank you that you keep us from making panic moves. A lot of times, you we may never know the side of heaven, what we're kept from and what we're saved from. And a lot of times we think it's, you know, we think that you're doing something to, quote unquote, punish us or, but your, your word says no good thing with you will, will, will you withhold from them whose walk is blameless. Mm. So you're never going to withhold something, an opportunity that that's, that's for somebody today. God is not withholding anything from you. If you're meant to have that opportunity He's going to give you his best. He has your best interest at heart. I can tell you from my experience, from from my life, a, a lot of different testimonies, and from Jordan's life, and from just hearing from other people's testimonies, thank you, God. Thank you that you want to give us your best and that you will move heaven and earth to arrange things so that we can walk in your path, but we still have to do our part, God. We still have to be obedient. We can push things if we choose, but God, we don't want to push the wrong thing. You know, Satan's voice rushes us and uh, and is panic and disorder and all these things, but God, you are order. You are peace. You move us forward into the right opportunities, and you you give us your blessing, and you don't ever... Make us feel rushed or panicked, God. It's just the perfect time, the perfect space with you, God. So, God, we hold, you are holding on to us already. You know, we think we gri- we go to hold on to your hand and um, to, to grab hold of you, but you've been holding on to us all along. You've been here all along. We say, God, be with me today. You're, you're with us today. You're with us every day, but you want us to come to you. You want us to say, Jesus, be part of of my life 24-7. Be part of my decision-making. God, give me the wisdom. God, we cannot do anything without you. And and every decision matters. Every Everything matters, God, but we want it to matter for you and your kingdom, God. We know, just like sometimes you can, you can be, if, if, you know, maybe in your job or something you do, you, you've been doing something one way and you're frustrated and you say, God, I can't seem to, you know, I'm just frustrated with this. I want you to take a moment and just listen to what God is saying because he wants to show you a better way to accelerate so you ha- can be working smarter, not harder. And you you might be in a rut. So whether that's in your job, in your marriage, in your 
personal life in in just feeling like you're you're just knocking on a door that's not opening but you know it's your door do you know that it's a door that God has for you maybe you're doing it the wrong way with the wrong key prayer is the key that opens every door so God I just pray that you would help us to open the right doors with your key of prayer with and and that we wouldn't be so caught up in ourselves that we wouldn't be so caught up in our ways of doing things that we wouldn't be so caught in our limited mindset and our limited boxes god break through our mindsets break through our boxes that say things have to be a certain way god just show us with your holy spirit just totally totally take our uh, our entire agendas lord for our lives and let us yield completely to you and what you have, God. Because you are doing something. You are on the move. God, we want to feel your presence like never before. There was a time and a place where the church in general, people in general, had a renewal of your spirit, could feel your presence. God, you don't want us just to go back to that place. I feel like we as a people, as a, as a, as a nation, as, an, as a world, have fallen away from that. But you don't want us just to go back to that place. You want us to move forward into a different time and space that you have more for us, more of your presence, God. More, more. There, there was a time of prophecy and healing and, and anointing that were plentiful. And I'm not saying it, it's not happening today, but I feel like it is not happening to the potential that you want, Lord. So I pray that we would all yield to what you want to do, Lord. Lord, there are people listening to this that, you know, you have a gift. You have a talent. Don't, don't be like that, that parable of the talents. Don't hide your talent. The world is waiting on that talent. You may not think it's important. You may not think your gift of encouragement is important. You may not think it's, it's that big of a deal. But God has given it to you for a reason. And don't, don't rob the rest of the world of the gift that God has given you. And don't rob yourself of what you can be doing through that gift. God has a joy he wants to give you through your giving. If you are holding on, whether that's financially or or in a relationship or whatever that means to you, God wants you to, if you feel like you just have to save something over in a corner because, because well, who knows about tomorrow and, and who knows. And there is a wisdom in saving. I'm not saying that. But I feel like God wants us to release because what's in our hands because he's going to use us to just bless more and more and more. And so he can't do that if we're just closed off in a corner in our limited mindsets. God is, is opening our mindsets. God is opening our visions. God is God is opening. There's a promised land. There's a bigger promised land than what we're allowing him to come in and do his work. So God, come in and do what only you can do. Come into our lives. Come into the spaces that we have kind of, kind of, uh, kind of, quarantined you off so to speak from entering God enter those spaces God in our life enter enter those things enter those mindsets God break addictions break mindsets break break barriers break strongholds Mm. break things break generational things it does not have to be you you don't just get to say oh well I I just have to live with this or that no that's the easy way out that is not God has called you to break that chain sister God has called you to break that chain for your family. Brother, God has called you to break that. And it's your responsibility for you and the future children you're going to have. God is, God's delay is not his denial. 
He's not withholding something from you. He's not angry at you. He's not trying to punish you. He wants you to come near to him. He wants to show you the next step, the next direction for your life. So just open everything. Be an open book to him. He sees it all anyway. Just don't be too ashamed. Don't feel shame that shame is from the enemy. Just ask him to forgive you. Just come, just come to him. Just come before, come as you are before him and he will take care of the rest. But come, come to him. You have to do your part. You have to go. He says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. Just draw near to him in faith and he's going to open the windows of heaven for you. God, thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for the movement that you have. Thank you that that we are, are on, we are on our knees asking you, God, in humility to come into our lives, come into our homes and just just totally, if we have rigid mindsets, if we are spiritually inflexible, just just totally break all of that in Jesus' name and just do what you want to do in us, God. God, we are called according to your purpose and that purpose will prevail. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Great prayer. Good job. Thank you. My goodness. Thanks. What a whirlwind. All right. All right, guys, let's get to the uh, specific prayer requests. We don't have a whole lot tonight, but um, they're all important. Number one, Tofor asks that we pray for fruit of the womb, restoration, and to know God more. All right, so whenever I see these prayer requests, and we get a lot for people who are believing God for children, what I tell them now is, you know, expect it to happen. And I, I tell them, go go out and buy a baby bottle. Go out and buy, I won't say a crib, it's expensive, and I don't want your time for that kind of money but maybe you have that kind of faith. I don't know. Get something specific to a baby and thank God every time you look at it that that baby's on its way in Jesus' mm-hmm. name. So, Father God, we pray for Tofor. We pray that you you bless her womb, that you give her children restoration and whatever she needs restoration in. And your word says that if you if we draw near to you, you will draw near to us. So when she, pray, when she prays to know God more, I know that you're going to honor that prayer. Yes. Anania says, please pray for me for healing and finance. Father God, in Jesus' name, I pray that you meet all of her needs in terms of her healing, in terms of finances. Give her wisdom also. Give her patience and mercy and kindness and anything else she needs in Jesus' name. Joanna uh, asks us to pray for a medical condition. She has a, a, a cyst that's become problematic. And Father God, we just pray that that thing just just dries up and, and uh, that she gets the medical treatment she needs, that the doctors are given great wisdom and that they're able to take care of this situation, being guided by you in Jesus' name. Tintin says, pray for the Philippines and the whole world. Jesus Christ, you are a God of mercy and the best doctor. Well, that's a pretty good prayer for uh, Joanna, actually. Yes, God, you're a God of mercy and the best doctor. And Father God, we pray for the Philippines and the whole world and this, this horrible coronavirus thing. You know, we're very thankful that these doomsday scenarios that were being predicted by all of all of the smartest people uh, are proving to, at least at the moment, it looks like they're not they're not happening. I mean, if you look at the projections for the United States, for example, they've been consistently revised downward, and especially in terms of um, the total number of infections. So, Father God, we we are thankful for that. Yes, Lord. Ruth says, "I need breakthrough in every aspect of my life. I need favor." And spirit of stagnation. She says she has a spirit of stagnation that needs to be taken away. Mm-hmm. Above all, let my spiritual life catch fire for Christ. Well, your spirit right. of stagnation sounds a lot like Ruth. That you're in like that wilderness situation that we were talking about. So I'd encourage you to watch last night's episode and and uh, this this one. Obviously, you'd have to be watching this one to get to this <laughs> point. But the point is, 
Um, Father God, we pray that you supercharge Ruth's life in every aspect, get her through this period of stagnation, and just rain down Holy Spirit fire on her in Jesus' name. That's a great prayer. Yusuf says, please pray for me and my wife. We've not had children for 10 years. Again, an- another one of these prayers for people who are believing God for kids. And I got to tell you something. When I see prayers like this, and we see it like constantly, it kind of um, annoys me when I hear other people complaining about their children. Mm, uh, yes. And I, that's all I'm going to yes. say on that topic for tonight. Yeah. <laughs> because I might get out of the spirit into the flesh. In <laughs> me too. So we'll just leave it at that, all right? <laughs> so uh, Yusuf, in Jesus' name, we pray that... Uh, God blesses you and your wife abundantly with, and he says children, plural, so with children, plural, and that they're beautiful and healthy and that you dedicate them entirely to the Lord. We should do like a whole episode just on this because it's it's really become so prevalent. Ali says, please pray for me. Thank you. Well, that's what we do here, Ali. So in Jesus' name, we pray that all of your needs are met and that God just does a supernatural work in your life. Zion says, pray for the Zion Partnership Ministry. All right, Zion, we pray that that's a great work and that it meets a lot of people. It meets their needs, not just their spiritual needs, but that you're able to feed the hungry and, and, and clothe the naked and, and just take care of the poor. And I pray that's also a healing ministry in Jesus' name. Now, Richard says, my name is, well, I'm not going to say the whole thing. My name is Richard, blank, blank. My prayer request is that everybody knows me. Be blessed in the name of Jesus and and the Heavenly Father God. All right, well, see, this is a selfless prayer. God, we pray for everybody who knows Richard to be supernaturally blessed, and not just that, to know that they are being blessed because Richard prayed for them. They're being, that your glory flows through Richard and into them. I pray that you make Richard so prosperous in all things that you are able to bless these people through him in Jesus' name. All right, three more. Linda says, pray for Desiree Matson. He had a stroke in June and his right arm is not working well. I have a friend of mine also who had a brain surgery and her left arm isn't working well. So, Father God, we pray full restoration for both of these brain injuries and both of these arms to work in perfect conformity with Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Henry says, good morning. I am Henry from the Congo. My prayer request is, I often dream I'm eating, and I eat that is that that which is not good. Please pray for me. I need deliverance. All right, God. Well, look, this is obviously something that's bothering him, and you know, you understand the situation better than I do. But what's happening is the enemy is tormenting him in his dreams, and he's eating something that's not good. It, it sounds like it's a metaphor for um, his spirit life. That his spirit life is, is taking in. Um, Things yeah. aren't good. So, Henry, I would encourage you to listen to our message last night that said, man shall not live on bread alone, but on the word of God, which is to say that, you know, you have to feed your spirit life. So go listen to that episode from yesterday. In the meantime, though, uh, Father God, we pray for Henry for full deliverance, for a good night's sleep. I pray for that for myself, too, because I don't have the discipline sometimes to get to bed on time. So, God, I pray that I have a discipline to go to sleep on time so I can be productive. And we pray that he's delivered from this spiritual stronghold in Jesus' name. And Hanuk finally just says, pray for me and my family. And so, Father God, we pray for Hanuk and his entire family, that they be strong and they be fully prosperous in all things. And that their whole family just develops into basically a a tree with strong branches under which other people can find shade and comfort in Jesus' name. And I just got another one that... um 
someone needs prayer for um, arthritis and someone else is diagnosed with brain cancer. Well, did you want to pray for them? Yes. Lord, I pray for um, my friend who brought these to my attention. Um, I pray for her friend um, with the brain cancer. Lord, we know that you can heal. You can heal. And not that you just can heal, that you will heal. So and that you I, want I, to heal. Yes. And you will. I pray for that person's body to line up with the will of God. And I pray the same for the arthritis. Lord, Lord you care. You care in both situations. doesn't matter how extreme the healing, Lord. You, you're a God who can do the impossible. So, Lord, I just pray for divine healing. And by your stripes, we are healed. So that's what we proclaim. And we we rebuke the enemy's plans over these people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And for if you're suffering from arthritis, uh, as I said last night, I used to have a lot of pain in my fingers too. And what really helped a lot, first of all, if you can have uh, laser therapy, that's helpful. But as far as home remedies, go get yourself some omega-3 packs. Go onto Amazon or something like that. Um, buy some uh, omega-3 um, snacks, basically. They just come in little bags. Uh, if you study the science behind it, the omega-3 fatty acids have a way of shutting off your body's um, immune system so it's not attacking itself, basically, and causing that inflammation. So that's just, uh, yes, there's spiritual healing, but we're also physical yeah. beings, and we got to watch what we put in our bodies, too. And you also have, like, a wealth of knowledge for things, right? Well, it's just something, having gone through yeah. it, I'm yeah. able to... That, through the word out. As means. you know, I'm also a, wor- a know-it-all, so there you yeah. go. That's why. That's why. As as everyone on Facebook will tell you, that's apparently what I am. Well, that's good. That's why I'm with you because I wanted to be with someone who knows everything. So there there you go. go. (laughs) All right, all right, my love. Well, listen. Will you lead all these good people in the uh, call to salvation, please? Yes. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. You prayed that prayer. Let us know. We want to know. We want to, you know, comment on the video or send us a message. And if you have any, like, praise reports, that's what we're believing for. Uh, from from these prayers, please let us know. We've, that encourages us too. Or if you just want to share a testimony of something that God has done in your life, we love hearing about happy stories. Absolutely. All right. Okay, guys. Well, look, thanks for joining us real quick. So up to this point, we've been doing this seven days a week, and that's a lot of work. And part of the problem with that is it doesn't give me enough time after the episodes for post-production to uh, get the things online and, and onto the various servers and things like that. So what we've decided is we're just going to start doing these five days a week, Monday through Friday, same time, 7.30. And you know what? On Saturdays and Sundays, we've got plenty of reruns on Facebook that you can watch. I think we have like 30 videos up there by now, and we're going to be doing five new ones anyway, and you can check us out on iTunes also. So, uh, But that's what we're going to be doing. I think that's more reasonable and more manageable for us at this point as the ministry has grown and we get more prayer requests and it takes longer to do these things. That's just, you know, um, how it's got to be. So we'll be back again tomorrow night because tomorrow night's Monday. But again, only Monday through Friday from here on out, 7.30. We thank you for joining us. Thank you guys also for the people who have been sharing this. Listen, I tell you, this is this is an easy yes. way to fulfill your, your missionary requirement. We are all called to be missionaries. Now, we're not all called to go to Cambodia. I get it. But we're all called 
to spread the good news of Christ. And the easiest way you can do it is just hit the share button. We don't, it doesn't benefit Kristen and I any. Um, it just helps to get our messages out, and we really appreciate that. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. In the meantime, as always, 7.30. Try it <laughs> like, I've, like I've never done this before. See you tomorrow at 7.30, as always. And in the meantime, please, seriously, be blessed, and, and, and as always, be a blessing. Those were nice things you said about me. <laughs> uh, okay, you're welcome. Say goodnight to everybody. Good night, everybody. Good, <laughs> Good night. <laughs>